to this special series on the podcast, Move Forth with Grace. We will be reading the book of Luke through December 24th. This is such a lovely way to get into God's Word each day leading up to Christmas Day because you get to know the Savior of the world right up to the very day we celebrate His birth. I am your host, Angela, and want to first of all say that I am not an expert in theology or church history or a minister, and I never will claim to be. I'm a wife and mother who has been reborn and want to be of service to God in gratitude for calling me back home. Welcome to the podcast. The Bible that I will be reading from is the Founders Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible. It does include historical documents from the Founders era. It's an amazing Bible, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. This episode is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. It encompasses freedom, health, and God's grace. We are created in God's image perfectly and fearfully and wonderfully. There is nothing that we need to do to earn his grace. He simply gives it to us. I have tips, resources, products that I love and use, and merchandise available on my website, and that is www.move-forth.com. One of my favorite products that is featured on my website and that I use each day are stem cell activation patches. Stem cell therapy can be very costly and can produce results that are short-lived which is why these patches are so brilliant and they are not considered to be stem cell therapy. They actually activate our own body's production of stem cells and support our health and well-being, all while optimizing our immune system. And you can check them out on on my website as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for becoming less like you and more like Jesus. May you move forth with grace today. We will be reading Luke 23. Jesus before Pilate. Then the whole body of them got up and brought him before Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. So Pilate asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, It is as you say. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they kept on insisting, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching all over Judea, starting from Galilee, even as far as this place. When Pilate heard it, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who himself also was in Jerusalem at that time. Jesus before Herod. Now Herod was very glad when he saw Jesus, for he had wanted to see him for a long time, because he had been... He had been hearing about him and was hoping to see some sign performed by him. And he questioned him at some length, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and the scribes were standing there, accusing him vehemently. And Herod, with his soldiers, after treating him with contempt and mocking him, dressed him in a gorgeous robe and sent him back to Pilate. Now Herod and Pilate became friends with one another that very day, for before they had been enemies with each other. Pilate seeks Jesus' release. Pilate summoned the chief priests and the rulers and the people and said to them, You brought this man to me as one who incites the people to rebellion. And behold, having examined him before you, I have found no guilt in this man regarding the charges which you make against him. No, nor has Herod, for he sent him back to us. And behold, nothing deserving death has been done by him. Therefore, I will punish him and release him. Now he was obliged to release to them at the feast one prisoner. But they cried out altogether, saying, Away with this man and release for us Barabbas. 
He was one who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection made in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting a release, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again. But they kept on calling out, saying, Crucify him! Crucify him! And he said to them the third time, Why? What evil has this man done? I have found in him no guilt demanding death. Therefore, I will punish him and release him. But they were insistent with loud voices, asking that he be crucified, and their voices began to prevail. And Pilate pronounced sentence that the demand be granted. And he released the man they were asking for, who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, but he delivered Jesus to their will. Simon bears the cross. When they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, coming in from the country the country, and placed on him the cross to carry behind Jesus. And following him was a large crowd of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting him. But Jesus turning to them said, Daughters of Jerusalem, stop weeping for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things, when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others also, who were criminals, were being led away to be put to death with him. The Crucifixion When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and the other on the left. But Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots, dividing up his garments among themselves. And the people stood by looking on, and even the rulers were sneering at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself. This is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up to him, offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Now there was also an inscription above him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there was hurling abuse at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other answered and rebuking him said, Do you not even fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed are suffering justly, for we are receiving what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he was saying, Jesus, remember me when you come in your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness fell over the whole land until the ninth hour, because the sun was obscured, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last now when the centurion saw what had happened, he began praising God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds who came together for this spectacle, when they observed what had happened, began to return, beating their breasts. And all his acquaintances and the women who accompanied him from Galilee were standing at a distance, seeing these things. Jesus is buried. And a man named Joseph, who was a member of the council, a good and righteous man. He had not consented to their plan and action, a man from Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who was waiting for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate 
and asked for the body of Jesus. And he took it down and wrapped it in a linen cloth and laid him in a tomb cut into the rock where no one had ever lain. It was the preparation day and the Sabbath was about to begin. Now the women who had come with him out of Galilee followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and perfumes, and on the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Jesus died and was willing to lay down his life for all of us, for you and me. He is our Savior. He is the Messiah. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow.